Welcome to the Ozark FFA podcast, where we keep up with FFA members on our school and other community leaders. Well, welcome to the second episode of the Ozark FFA podcast. I am your host, Aiden Johnson, and I am here with Dylan Yarborough, one of our officers, and uh, he's going to tell you a little bit about what he does, who he is, and kind of what his FFA life looks like. Howdy, I am Dylan Yarbrough, a third-year ag student. I am this year's treasurer for the Ozark FFA chapter. Very glad to be here. Awesome. Well, like I said, uh, tell us about you, who you are, your farm, kind of what I know you're very into farming. You're kind of one of our more uh, country-style kids, if you will, Yeah. Uh, known known for several things. But uh, yeah, kind of tell about who you are, uh, your farm, you, that kind of thing. All right. Well, like I said, I'm Dylan Yarbrough. Um, some people may know me as the overall guy. Some people may know me as the fry maker. I'm kind of, I'm just kind of one of the kids in ag. I'm just one of the, one of the guys. Um, I have a sixth generation family farm out in Rogersville. Um, total of 470 acres. There's two farms there. Nice. One of them is my grandparent. Well, so one of them is my grandpa's side. One of them is my grandma's side. And we just bought a lot of land, basically. Awesome. That's nice. And uh, great to see that pass through six generations, you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your role on kind of each of those farms? So at my grandparents' home place, um, my role really would be messing with horses. Uh, we just go out there and work them. Uh, we've got, see here, we've got five horses at the moment. Um, a given Friday night show up and... Oh, we'll show up and feed them and then uh, saddle up, go ride, check the cows, all that kind of stuff. And then, yeah. well, from there, just uh, me and my brother Caleb, we ride our own horses on, we've kind of got a route we've got, and then go around there. And then we go mess with our uh, youngest colt, which is, well, let's see. Okay, so we'll go mess with uh, Prairie Dawn, which is our second oldest uh, Colt, and she's uh, she's a little rough around the edges. We've got a lot to do with her, uh, round pinning her, running her around, just get the energy out of her. Yeah. Then after that, we can actually hop on her and ride her around. Then right now we're messing with our youngest Colt, which is Lady's Midnight Storm, trying to get him used to just being a horse. Yeah. Uh, timing up, leading him around, just you know. Teaching him the basics of being a horse. Yeah, kind of got to work him into the role a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you do anything for work? And uh, if you do, what does that look like? Well, I guess you would say my employment is firewood cutting. I'm not professionally employed, but we've got a lot of trees out there on the cabin property. Then um, I'll just go out with a chainsaw and start cutting trees. And then once I've got them cut down and limbed, Take either a tractor or a truck, drag them out, and chop them up into 16-inch pieces, then throw them on a trailer, haul that back to the cabin, kind of my center, and from there, split them and stack them and make money, $220 a cord selling firewood. Nice. That's awesome. Is that something you want to go into, or what do you want to go into kind of post-high school work? Well, my dream really is, believe it or not, to be an ag teacher. Awesome. Um, I really just started thinking that about my freshman year when I first got into Ag 1. 
Uh, I had Mr. Phipps as an ag teacher, and I just thought, like, you get paid to do this. You know, we go on so much fun trips, like, you know, do all the fun things, and it's not even school. I mean, you're not doing, like, you know, you're not just sitting in a classroom being bored, you know, you're you're doing stuff. So I figured if I can get paid, you know, to be an ag teacher and have fun, it'd be a great way to live. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I know we have a lot of great ag teachers at Ozark, Mr. Wright, Mr. Cisco, Mr. Phipps, and uh, those are all great, great men to be around and uh, inspirations. They make anybody want to be an ag teacher, honestly. Yeah, they do. Um, I know you've got a project going on right now. It just kind of got finished. Uh, you are heavily, heavily uh, invested, not monetarily, but uh, mentally into a, a farm truck. That just yeah. got redone. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us about that. Well, so way back, uh, well, we'll start 1991. My grandparents, they bought, a, at the time, a three years used uh, 1988 Chevy Silverado, black and tan. Kind of the, oh, you'd call it a grandpa truck, really. I mean, it was loaded, you know, uh, power windows, a nice cloth seat. I mean, it was the loaded Silverado. And... Um, it got used, you know, to haul feed back and forth from the farm and town and stuff and really just everything. And um, my grandma drove it a lot. And then eventually, uh, after my grandpa sold his farm farm truck, he put a bale spike in it and started feeding hay with it. So at seven years old, that 1988 Chevy Silverado was the very first truck I ever drove. Wow. I got to drive it around the pasture and feed hay with it with my grandpa spend a lot of quality time with him doing that and that's really i mean i've had a great you know young life but that driving that farm truck around was definitely one of the highlights because um i don't know some people here in this might have seen it it's a just a beautiful black and tan two-tone 1988 chevy pickup single cab long bed four-wheel drive i mean it it's a sight yeah so you got all the uh, the paint job redone on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, thanks to my grandpa, we took it to Mako and got it repainted. I'm only in that project for 600 bucks. My grandpa paid all the rest of it. I think I bought the bed and the fenders and stuff, and I'll do a lot more to it. Wow. But. So is that kind of yours, or is it kind of in the family? Or For now, it's just a family truck. Yeah. I am on the fence of buying myself a work truck because nice. – I could either drive the farm truck around, which gets terrible gas mileage, or I could buy myself a firewood truck. Nice. That's awesome. Um, what is your inspiration? You mentioned this earlier about your choice of outfit for the for most days. Uh, what is your inspiration for wearing overalls every day? Like, how did that start? And you just kind of, like, did it once and stuck with it? Or, like, what happened there? So, I don't know. I, as a young kid, I mean, I wore jeans and boots and stuff, just that's the way it was. And then second grade rolls around, and we were doing this play, Farmer in the Dell. And um, I was like, you know what, this is me, I'm the farmer. So my mom, just, you know, knowing some things, she was like, you know what, overalls, and I think it was like a red plaid shirt. So that's what I wore to that. And I just thought, you know, hey, these things are comfortable. I don't have to have a belt on, you know, it's it just, they're comfortable. So from that point, that's what I worked in. That's what I wore to my grandparents. And 
you know, if I was doing anything other than being at the house, I'd wear overalls. So I usually wore them on like Fridays because I was like, you know, this is the day I'm going to my grandparents. Yeah. You know, this is the day I'm going to go work. Yeah. So I'd wear overalls every Friday to school. Mm-hmm. And that got some attention, definitely. Yeah. And then my freshman year rolled around and I got into ag. And uh, Mr. Phipps, I pretty much wore overalls about every ag day. And Mr. Phipps was like, you know what? Next year, you're going to wear overalls your entire school career. And so he would, he was future referencing to my sophomore year. <laughs> and I said, you know what? Let's do that. So every day my sophomore year, I showed up wearing overalls. No jeans, no shorts, just overalls because overalls are great. Except for things like FFA events where I got to wear the black uh, black jeans and the and the jacket, just that. Uh, official the official dress, dress official mm-hmm. drip. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. So that's how it got to start, and now everyone wants to be like you. Yeah, you I, several... I've, I've started a cult, man, where uh, several of our buddies are wearing overalls, and um, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of wild. And, uh, you're the original, that's for sure. You wear them best, to be honest. I feel like yeah. everyone is like just went and found a pair of overalls, and we're like, I'm going to wear these because I'm going to be like Dylan, but yeah. Hey, good person to be like. I mean, I feel like everybody's looks up to you in some way. Well, you're kind of you. like the the wisest on the officer team. Awesome. Which I mean, it's not hard to do that. But <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Uh, got to hear from one of Ozark FFA's own, uh, an officer, uh, someone who is very involved in agriculture and things like that. Has uh, grown up in this area his whole life, and so great grateful to have some. Of uh, what you have to share with us today on the podcast. So uh, we hope everybody listening has a great day and uh, go Ozark FFA.